song, actually. Uh, it, it wasn't much of a show. Uh, the performance, it tried to really get going, but there really was like no show, no customers, and what normally is a two-song set was actually cut off after one song. Ooh. Now, Dalen. The plot thickens. You tell me, what were the tips? dollars. $27. $27, folks. He says $27. I'm sorry. No! You did not no. win. But I have good news. Because you are a returning champion, <laughs> we're going to give you a second chance because that was actually a trick question. The DJ never found out what the tips were, so we didn't even know. Yes! That's right. Just messing around here. Technical win. <laughs> Technical win. Technical win. I still got my belt on. That's right. We're going to give you a second chance. Let's see if you can redeem yourself. <laughs> now that's better. Double or nothing. <laughs> okay. The time was 2.31 p.m. Ooh. on a Monday. Ooh. In the audience, there was one to four people, only one of them in the front row, and much, not much excitement or tips. The performance was hot for what it was, you know, slow but lively together, always great partners, true professionals. Dale in Poland, you tell me, what were the tips? I love watching. $42. $42. $42. $42. I'm sorry. God damn it. Oh, once again, a big loser here on Notes from a Two-Girl Sex Show DJ. Uh, what were the tips? The, were, the tips were, let me get to that for you here. The tips actually were a mere $17. Oh, wah, wah. Not much People don't know how to fucking tip, do they? No, no, you know, it was 231. I tell people every time, you know, a real key factor to this game, I think, is the time. And people are really, like, concentrating on maybe the performance or the audience, or they hear that word tips, but they forget that it's 2.31 p.m. on a Monday. Now, who the hell goes to a strip club at 2.31 p.m. on a Monday? Hungry people. Apparently, a lot of people, <laughs> I, I found out. Uh, a lot of dirty old retirees, you know what I mean? Well, that was excellent. That was an excellent segment. Uh, I was so happy you stopped by to play. That was Unbelievable timing. I know. On your I, part. I personally tipped like thirty bucks during that show. So <laughs> I think your notes are wrong. Yes. Next time you go, you let me know. <laughs> who who's pocketing money? Who, who's pocketing money on this shift? Um. Uh. uh no names. Uh. But two lovely ladies. I think someone was skimming money because. It was actually a jungle fever variety, so we had one lady of color and one lady <laughs> of no color at all. Totally white. Bland. <laughs> totally bland. That was excellent. That was excellent. Uh, Dale, you got anything you want to hear musically? 
because we're wide open here. Dro- drop that funky beat, DJ. Drop some funky beats. All right. We got a couple tunes, and coming up at 2 o'clock is uh, our new segment we just started last week called Set 2. As I'm going into Set 2, we're going to start playing classic Set 2s. That's right, live performances from bands such as Fish, The Grateful Dead, Disco Biscuits, Allman Brothers, many more. Any band that is uh, used to performing uh, two set style shows... We are going to showcase spectacular second sets. You know what I'm saying? And that is set two. That's coming up at 2 a.m. Keeping that Star Wars in the background. You you couldn't use the force to feel out those tips today. You know, you couldn't. couldn't. Shitty fucking tippers. I tell you, those ladies. They use the force. (laughs) Those ladies use the force when it comes to getting those tips. How long was the show? How long are these shows? Usually they do two songs. So if it's really rocking, they would maybe go to three or four, but that has to be pretty rocking, you know? Um. It's it's uh, you know it's usually two songs. Uh, we had a couple on this particular day. Uh, <laughs> one song, half a song, because there was just like no one there. It was really slow. That happens from time to time. Well, you know? no one else has ever ever won, so. No, that's I right. am still. You're still champion. champ. Yeah, you're still I champion. I am fucking the champ. Um, we want some funky stuff. I have been kicking it pretty funky today. Had some James Brown. Uh, how about this guy? I don't, I don't know, I don't know what song to play from. Let's go with, uh, let's go with this one here. Yeah, that looks beautiful. Uh, we're gonna keep it funky with Dell, the funky Homo sapien mastermind, coming at you. Producing the blueprints, clueless, automator, defy the laws of nature, electronic monolith, throw a jam upon the disc, the futuristic looping with the quickness, hyperproducing, hydrogen fusion liquids, keep your distance. Sayana. 
ironically, bionically forget how you feel, especially formulated. The rest of you fornicated. It takes more to make this. He juggles variables, unparalleled propulsion to carry the love. Neurosurgeon, the purest virgin, conducting currents, musical Merlin. He shine like Sterling. Watch Automator draw a laser of a higher intensity and instantly miss a beat, create a symphony. Who's that? Hey, I know now, I know now. Repeat. Automator's on the planet Earth, and he's gonna stop the war of the world. Now, how would he do that? Pete. Deltron Zero is here as well to click together for real. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. He told y'all Eva do as he is truly gifted in the matters of rhythm. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah, you gotta give him zap. With his infinite wisdom, you know you gotta get with him. How's that? How's that? How'd I do? Good Ooh. job. Was All is really? well with the cosmos. Yes, yes, I got the part of Thanks to weeks of loving care, Beauty was nursed back to health. But it was a long time before he was quite well again. Black Beauty's speed and strength had saved Mrs. Gordon's life. But her doctor said she would have to move away to a warmer country. <coughs> Everyone was very sad when the house was closed, and Black Beauty and Ginger were sent to an estate called Earlshall Park where they drew the carriage for their new mistress. They were treated well enough, but there was one careless groom. <coughs> Late one night, this groom was galloping Black Beauty home from the village over a stony road when one of the horse's shoes came off. The stones hurt the bare hoof dreadfully, but the groom whipped Black Beauty on at such speed that the horse stumbled and fell violently on both knees, sending his rider sprawling. Beauty's knees were badly bruised. Even after he had been put out to pasture for several months, his knees were still so swollen that his master couldn't use him. So, Black Beauty was sold to a livery stable. <coughs> now Black Beauty discovered how many different kinds of people there are in the world. He was rented to anyone who had the price of a few hours drive. Some drove him well, but others drove him badly whipping him up steep hills and never allowing him to rest. Poor Black Beauty. He was becoming so worn out that he could scarcely do his work. So the owner of the livery stable had to put him up for sale at the horse fair. <coughs> there.
Marco kicking it live here. Just about the top of the hour. I am your host, Frosty Nugs. We are getting ready for set two. Set two tonight, we got coming up in set two will be the Grateful Dead, New Year's Eve 1977 from the Winterland Arena in San Francisco, California. Which is where we are, San Francisco, California. A beautiful place. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all was there. This was my birth year, so I was not there. I was a little young. But I think my mom could have been there, but she wasn't much of a hippie. Neither was my dad, I don't think. I don't know. Not much dead going on. Uh, my aunts, some of my aunts and uncles were more into the dead than my parents. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I came from the fact that I'm kind of, I'm kind of hippie-ish. Yeah, I, I definitely, I had to have had a milk menu. Anyway, top of the hour in about a minute. So I'll just keep talking for about a minute. Uh, throw some shout outs. Uh, Mikey Valentino, check his show out, 3M Squared. That's 8 to 10 on Mondays. Also, uh, the Jive Hive with Honeycomb Brown, awesome soul flavor. Uh, before us, our lead in, 10 to 12 on Mondays. And of course, the Joke Workshop, which was with Pam Benjamin, but I think might be uh, switching up. We'll see who takes hold of the Joke Workshop. We're ready. Let's kick it in, gear, set two, New Year's Eve, 1977, from the Winterland Arena, this is the Grateful Dead. Anyway, see you next year. you say that i knew you wouldn't understand for you it's all about the rating let's go pillage you say but 
We never spent any time working on building our clan. Oh, come on. We need to build a good amount of gold before we can think about putting a down payment on that clan hall. That's always your excuse. I'm done. I'm logging off. Rose disconnects from the server and pushes back from her keyboard. Jack turns around on his uh, swivel chair behind her. Uh, my line. Oh, uh, what the hell, Rose? What? I'm done investing time in that relationship. Oh, uh, fine. World of Warcraft is old anyway. Wait, what are you doing? Rose puts on her VR headset. I'm logging on to VR Second Life. Uh, Jack puts on his VR headset also. VR Jack, I'm leaving you. What? Why? All you ever want to do is have VR sex. So? I need something more. Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack. Pals, George and Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, far out. Oh, weekend, huh? Yeah. Yeah, what a weekend. Ooh, weekend painted it green for you and for me, but in different ways, right? I would think so, yes. <laughs> George was lucky enough to work uh, all weekend, uh, yeah. which means a nice little paycheck for him. And yeah, I was threw, lucky uh, enough to... Uh, two hours overtime at me on a Thursday as well, so it's double time, <laughs> double time weekend, baby. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Angel Man. Um, yeah, he might right be coming on, on the show tonight, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you never know. The Wheelie King himself. He said, what are we going to do, George? I said, well, Steve's going to be there, too. He's all, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Just like oh, everybody else. Well, doesn't he? Everybody I know says that shit to me. <laughs> Why do you hang out with that guy? I can't picture that. So I don't hang out with him. We just spent two hours together on a Monday night. And that's it. That's kind of our whole friendship. Until <laughs> <laughs> some asshole with a green beard comes up and tries to hug you in the middle of fucking public. What's up, bro? <laughs> oh, 
just like you. I got a green beard. What's my green bearded brother? <laughs> See, I walked at a little St. Paddy's Day parade weekend uh, and wore a green beard as well as a lovely green, well, hat. What else did I have? Oh, a green shirt on. Yeah. It was a painted beard. Okay, spray paint, yeah. I looked like AstroTurf, though. I got, I got that from more than one person. It looked more like fungus to me. They thought it was impeccable. It's Probably like the best ever. It was like algae. Well... Yeah, it was true. so good. They said, why is Steve trying to fill in for you with the beard, man? What's that all about? I said, sorry, guys. I got to work, and I had to shave, so I don't have a beard. I've got barely any face stubble right now. It's true. Truth. Yeah. Truth. It's true. He's not lying this time. So welcome to FTW on uh, the Mutiny Radio Station. Uh, March 19th show, if you'd like to call in. San Francisco, California. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're down on the mission. We're on 21st in Florida. You're more than welcome to come down and visit. Say hey. Hang out, do your thing, do our thing, do what you want to do. We won't tell you who do, to do. Do do what you want to do. Knock it to. <coughs> I got that song on here somewhere. No way. Tonight show? No, do what you want to do. It's oh. Calvin Calvin Harris, I believe. It's kind of kind of dance music. I can't tell you. Uh, yeah, George does the music on our show, and I do a little thing called the Race Report, and we talk motorcycles because we are forever two wheels. If you would like to call in. Call us at 415-550-0511. That number again, 65... No, no, we meant 415-550-0511. It would be fun, like, giving them a different phone number every time, wouldn't it? Yeah, sure. It would probably cut down the phone calls other than Gail coming in. Calling in, yeah. Wouldn't she be a great interview? You know, Gail, you hardly seem crazy at all. How about some government conspiracies and who are they trying to kill this week? (laughs) (laughs) She's fucking great. <laughs> if for those that don't know, Gail calls in from time to time and uh, is generally pretty far out of her mind. Kind of deep space is oh, where Gail's a, at. That's a different do what you want to do. She's having oh. some issues. <laughs> kind of like George's music choices. <laughs> yeah. So any motorcycle this weekend, George? You ride to work? Or, uh... Um, yeah, I rode the Harley on yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday and today, yeah, because it was raining on Saturday, man. It was coming down pretty good. I didn't get a, get a drop of rain on me during the parade. I managed to dodge it. Did it rain in the morning or something? Because I didn't see that myself. Um, it was wet. Oh. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Your Saturday. first day of double time. I don't remember, dude. You know how the things go. Just do what you want to do. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> what's, he wow. right, what's he saying right there? Yeah, that's right. Technically, never, you're right, but it's not the one never I Never doubt me again. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Jackass. <laughs> so I did get a, I got an interesting call from my buddy on a Saturday. Do tell. He said, uh, so yeah, with this Ranchero thing, I want out. He wants out of the program. So the program was that he was going to donate the fucking the engine and the transmission. We were going to slap it in together. We we're going to sell it and split the money. All right. I, sh- I showed up with the truck. He had the engine trans. So so we go. Boom, boom. Take the engine out. Um, all of a sudden, things got, yeah. He, well, I'm sure he's having troubles with the house and stuff, and he doesn't want that piece of shit sitting in his fucking driveway all this time. And I've been busy for the last week, so I haven't had a chance to get out there. And he's fucking, he's like, yeah, so I want out on this, on this deal, um, but I'll sell you the engine transmission for 600 bucks. Oh, that's not a bad deal. I was like, okay, I'll try to work the money up. You know, and then he called me back like a half hour later, and I didn't answer. But he left me a message that, "Oh yeah, you're gonna need the exhaust too, so that's gonna be another four bills." <laughs> like, okay. Is he a regular listener to the show? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's a good dude. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's just turning into more of a mess, and 
I kind of expected. So we'll see how that goes. Wow, maybe you should get a hold hold of uh, Matt uh, Kenilworth. We'll call him Matt Kenilworth, uh, the the guy that I know that had a rancheroo that. Unfortunately, got wrecked on the way to work one day. You should call him and tell him to come pick this thing up. I don't have his phone number. I did try to get it from Bill. Uh, what's his name? The other night, but uh, he did not have it. He did not know the man. Well, that's how it goes. So, this is what it is. But yeah, I got to ride the bike. Dude, it was like yesterday was cold. It was yesterday? Did it rain yesterday? It. Uh, I don't believe it did. I really get out too much yesterday. Big recovery day yesterday. I, think I did ride the bike yesterday and today. I don't think I rode it on Saturday. That's right, I didn't. It cost me 20 bucks to park in that open lot. Ah. Chump change, right? Sure. For my pal George, that's just chump change. That's how he rolls. He's big. It's 10 minutes of work on a double time day. <laughs> Don't brag to the kids at home, George. That's a lot of money, dude. That's fucking a lot of work, dude. There's some bullshit. Fucking big, dude. It wasn't too bad, and then I ran into one of my one of the guys at work, and he's like, Oh, dude, I park over here on the side. The fucking meters don't work on Saturdays. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, really? I don't even know about that one. Fuck. That's a good deal. Uh, the one over, what, not Folsom and 3rd? Yeah, Folsom and 3rd. That place is usually, what, 14 bucks on the weekends, I thought? The place underneath the Thai restaurant? There's that one, and then there's one across the street. Uh, or is that the Thai restaurant? The outdoor. Where, the outdoor. Where the Go indoor. Dog Go used to be, wherever it was. Or Hot Dog, or we have the fucking What Up Dog. What Up Dog? That it? That's it's, it. That's still there. That building? Yeah, that place has a parking garage in it. It does, yeah, but that parking garage sucks. Oh well, I didn't say it wasn't trick without its tricks. I do the one across the street. I've done that one, but they make you stay until three o'clock Monday through Friday. So there's that little caveat you gotta be aware of when. Yeah, if you're doing the... Uh, if you're out early one day, you get to go watch a movie or pay 30 bucks versus 14 or whatever it is. Yeah, so that freaking thing. So I, I stayed there, what was it, Thursday night or Friday night? Thursday night. I parked in Thursday, I parked in there. 14 bucks, early bird special, you know, got out late. No problem. It's a little bit late, I gotta go feed the dog, so I'm kind of in a rush, you know, because I don't like leaving my dog without food. That's always a humanitarian thing. I work thing. late, it's like, because I'm the only one home, so... So I, uh, so I'm, I'm in a bit of a rush. I go and pay my, uh, go to pay my, pay my bill because I got that automatic machine there. At that time, there's nobody else there, so I pay it. Stick my credit card in, approved. Hit the button for the receipt. Receipt comes out. My credit card comes out, and no ticket. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now what? Uh oh. So there's an assistance button. I call the assistance, and the thing's ringing, and the person answers, and they're like, hey, how can I help you? And then the machine spits out my card, right? So I'm like, well. It, it was it was it held about on my uh, my card and now it's spitting it out so that should be good, no problem right? So hop in the truck, drive up, stick it in the machine, no good. Uh oh. You still owe money. Yes. So I go back to the machine. I stuck in reverse and backed out of there before the car got behind me, and uh, whipped it into a spot jam over there. Call assistance. They're like, well, you're probably gonna have to pay it, right? So I'm like, okay. So I stuck the credit card in, paid it again. So I paid twice. So you got to pay twice. Yeah, and what, I went, late and I talked to the manager on Friday. No, because it didn't accept the first one. But I had a credit. I had a receipt that said that I paid it, and the other receipts that I paid it, and it was like within three minutes of each other. So right? <laughs> what a money maker that is for them, huh? So I talked to the manager the next day, and he's like, "Well, it's going to take eight to ten weeks to get your refund because we got to send it to fucking blah blah." What? blah. I'm like, "Well, what?" I'm like, let's work something out here, buddy. What time do you get off at? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Can you just let me out the gate when I park here one day? <laughs> <laughs> something, right? Just throw me a bone, bro. 
So he's uh, so he wasn't there this weekend, and then I rode the motorcycle today, so I didn't see him. So tomorrow's raining. It's supposed to rain in the afternoon, evening. <clears throat> so I was probably going to drive that, th- but that place closes at a certain time too. Yes, it does. I've had it where I had to sneak in behind somebody going in the garage, and they were like calling the police over. And I'm like, hey, I just got off work. It's 1130 at night. My car's parked downstairs. I'm out of here. They're like, we're going to call the police. I'm like, well, you go right ahead because I'm going to leave because I'm tired. (laughs) I just did a 28-hour day or whatever it was. It was fucking insane. One of those insane day show, you know. Crazy days. 16, 18-hour day, you know. Anyway, enough about work. Lots of motorcycle racing in the last week. Lots of good times there. It was just craziness at Daytona. Bubba Blackwell did his job. Wait till you hear about that one, George. I can't wait. I know, right? I uh, I saw what did I what was I reading up on this weekend? Oh, yesterday I found an article on uh, SB. I forget what the state. Two forty eight or nine or something. No, like it's that? it's up there. It's like ten forty nine or twenty forty nine or something like that. So it has to do with uh, with drug tests in the state of California. So yeah. they're saying that if they require you to have a urine test and you're a medical patient with a with a active card. It shouldn't shouldn't make a difference because if you go drinking on your time off, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as you're, uh, as long as you're, you know, sober within the last eight hours. <coughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, that was always my bitch about it. Was why don't they test what I've done in the last eight hours? You know, they're able to do that with a lip balm test or you know, swab, whatever they call it. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. They they readjusted this mic. She keeps pushing it further and further away from me, which is fine. But uh, I can't work the buttons and talk into the mic at the same time. <laughs> it is tricky. You keep fading in and out. Yeah, well, it's not in front of me, and the board is. Maybe you need one of those microphones that hangs from overhead. Maybe like you should shut the, the fuck up. Cagey. <laughs> and that's not a maybe, really. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love our Mondays together. <laughs> it's quality oh, time. Man. It really is. Yeah, it was just a long day. Uh, I've been a little nippy lately. I've been a. I wasn't happy yesterday. Work but I'm doing much better today. Work will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, else, what else did I do this weekend, man? Jeez, I was I was running around with my head chopped off with work, which was kind of crazy. But then uh. I didn't get a chance to go by and see mom. I didn't get a chance to work on the truck. I did ride the bike out and about a little bit. But that was just going point A to point B kind of things, you know. Yep. I took it out for a rip on Friday night because it was dry out. And I just kind of bombed around Lake Merced. And I think I stopped at, stopped at Home Depot, just made an excuse to go out there and grab something. And then put it around the lake and went, up, went out towards the Great Highway. And there you go. Go see some ocean for a minute. Yeah, it was night. It was dark, so. Yeah. And I was in a rush to get home to make my lunch so I could go to sleep. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah. My big weekend was pretty much the parade and staggering through that and recovering from that. So It was a good-sized parade, man, because I went up good. there. I went up to Market Street at 12 p.m. at lunchtime. I jammed up there. Um, I didn't see you guys, and I saw like the second group in the in the parade going by. So I walked down Market to Second Street, hooked a right, followed that all the way out past Folsom is where you guys were, and you guys hadn't even started yet. That's correct. It went off late this year. It was almost, I think it was like noon before it went off. For you guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was time to go get mimosas and uh, bloody whatever the hell they are. It, I don't started, this like, it must start around 1130, because for them to get from down there to 4th Street, 
wouldn't have taken. What time did we see you there? Twelve thirty or one? Um, it was twelve thirty ish, a little after that, because I was heading back to work, and I uh, didn't realize too, because I, I could see Moscone from where you guys were standing. Oh no shit! Oh yeah, I could have easily just walked up the block and spent the whole time there, but instead I did the walk because I thought you guys, because last year we were like the second ones in the parade, so I was like, oh. I didn't want to miss you. Yeah, because I thought, well, if I run into him up there, then I can walk with him for a few blocks, and then I'll just kick, kick rocks, you know? Yep. I got to walk with everybody for a half block, and I had to hang a left. Half blocks better than none, George. But I wasn't leading. Take the what band. you can get. Should have pulled a Bluto Bukowski, right? <laughs> <laughs> I led the band right into a fucking alley, dead end alley, and marched them into the wall. <laughs> I haven't thought about that scene in forever. <laughs> and all the horn players followed right by. That wasn't even, that wasn't even John Belushi. That was like that, that squirrely looking dude. He was wearing like a bathrobe and fucking. <laughs> what you're supposed to do, you fucking moron? It was that moron. guy. The that guy, guy. From, the guy from Texas. He was great. Very funny man in real life, as I recall, too. What, what little I've read on him. I think he's passed away by now. Who knows, man? But, uh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to say so. <laughs> That this was chemistry 
smoke with these chemicals then how is this good for me her life gets better she read her mangoes out of his head like birds of a feather so we bled let's go together and she said so what's the altitude i said it's out of sight what's with the attitude and she said it's all right so what's the altitude i said it's out of sight what's with the attitude and she said it's all right she said let's get away now let's go down by the bay she turned her hand my way now watch out what you say now now the things you've been through make it seem like nothing could ever really last forever but if you try girl we can do some things she gave me headphones said have you heard this sound i think i've heard this one is totally underground i wouldn't let her go then she wouldn't let me go just ask the neighbors man it's unbelievable I played the morning rising, she played the setting sun. She said she couldn't stay when her night had just begun. So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight. What's with the attitude? And she said it's all right. So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight. Without abandoning we dance, we party all night. One among hey, others, hey now, that's something else. We played a vocal mission to play the cosmic sky. How can we make the distance? You've always known my eye. We're letting people know what, what we now know ourselves. That we are one among hey, others, now. hey now, that's something else. She gave me headphones, said, have you heard this sound? You know I've heard this one, girl. Let's get out of town. This love is like a drug and we bonded chemically. We're letting you know better, living Along through chemistry. The
Hey, we're back. Yes, we are. Just the two of us, though. <laughs> just you and me, myself and I. Yeah. yeah. That's just the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, George, uh, Uber has halted all self-driving vehicles in its fleet after a woman uh, in Arizona died after being hit Sunday night. Uber? Uber had was testing their vehicles in Arizona. Uh, she died after being hit Sunday night. Uh, Elaine Herzberg, 49 years old, was walking her bicycle across was, a was, Ford. Was there anybody in the car? Uh, yes, there was a backup safety driver. Apparently, he that did worries not. me with, with AI. Maybe it could like talk to the car and like just send it on its killing spree. <laughs> you don't think about that shit? Seriously? I hadn't taken it to that if, level. I mean, why not drones? The whole fleet just drones with like. Headhunting, just going after people. <laughs> they got fucking those those cameras on the dashes, right? It's all on the computer, man. It's true. It wouldn't be that hard for the, to figure. Actually, I it's might true. Have, with machine guns and lasers. Now they know I know about it. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, as usual. The FTW, a scoop, a scoop. Uh, so Elaine Herzberg was struck at 40 miles per hour on a four-lane street and died at the hospital. A short while later, the Volvo XC90 SUV was operated with software not of Volvo's manufacturer. So, um, just last week, Uber and Waymo urged Congress to pass sweeping legislation to speed introduction of self-driving vehicles. How about that one, huh? Yeah, how about that? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What'd you say? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> boy, George. Yeah, everything to do with that AI thing I was thinking about? It's like being here alone sometimes, honestly. I don't know. But if you seriously think about it, all these electric cars are coming out. They're all computer-driven. They all got Wi-Fi. It could easily hack into those things and, like, fuck somebody up. It could send all kinds of fucked up shit from Amazon to your house. Oh, you're back on the whole... Uh... do all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in the meantime, back in reality, George... Uh, yeah, keep it up, little man. It is an issue that's being brought in front of Congress because we do need to address this because, I mean, what if it starts knocking people off motorcycles or, you know, pedestrians or you just got nailed, right? Maybe they should give them the, the bike lane. The bike lane. We yeah. just Uber and uh, drone cars only. Yeah, yeah. It seems fair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, hey, the bicycles aren't paying for that fucking that lane. They don't deserve it. No, I agree with you there. They're, they, would, they're a special breed right so there. so much easier. All those lanes could now become like pickup lanes, and you wouldn't have to worry about it because you know Uber would be over there like picking people up. Yeah, done deal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Back to music. <laughs> Holy hey, there's shit. a big fire uh, in North Beach, right? This weekend, um, that got that got all the news. In Soma, they had a fire, and a man was found dead in an adult bookstore. Uh, fucking strange, right? And the owners of the place are like, "We don't know how he got there." What? Kind of weird. They found a dead body in a small fire. Like, there's a big North Beach fire this week. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I fire department's that. getting a bunch of crap for their yeah. response to it, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, they had a smaller fire over on, I think it was 111 6th Street. So it's that first block of Sixth between Street Mission and Howard. Jesus no, second Christ. one. That whole block of 6th Street is... That whole that whole corridor is just crazy, fun. Dude. I think people are even worse there than they are in the Tenderloin. It's like... you. You get kicked out of the Tenderloin, you go to 6th Street. Dude, it is weird, <laughs> sketchy. It doesn't smell as it's, bad as the Tenderloin, though. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff down there. Uh, so what else you got, George? Speaking of explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I got fuck all, dude. I've been working, man. 
Uh, we're not talking about work, so there you go. Gotcha. Oh, did, I cooked, uh, wait a minute, you the, talked to one of the guys for the, for the union meeting. I cooked all that fucking meat. That was cool. I oh, did yes, that last week. Yes, you did. I did have some of that. 200 that was pounds good. of corned beef and slathered it with a mustard sauce. It was delicious. Ooh. I'm, I'm a little backed up, man. I ate too much meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring any tonight. <laughs> if anybody's got a solution, please uh, call in. <laughs> Talk yogurt. To, talk to Steve. Yogurt. Eat healthy. Yeah. Really At number 415-550-0511. Tell Steve what I need to do. He's the only one that can comfort me. It <laughs> <laughs> can hold your hand, George. Whatever. Mm, I especially enjoyed that one. Let's see what's next.
Hey. There you go. Hey, I'm back. Hey. <laughs> Somehow my mic got all the way on the other side of the room, dude. That was crazy. Wow. What a turn on the wrong one. <laughs> so that was uh, Corrosion of Conformity, uh, King of Rot. King of Rot. What's that sound? You hear it? There is background music going. <clears throat> there, you killed it. Huh. That's weird. Way to go, George. That wasn't you, was it? No, I have nothing going on. Oh, I'll slap you. No sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see you, too. Jesus. <laughs> well, you got to realize. You, fire. You might not remember seeing me at the at the parade, but I saw you. <laughs> I remember only fond memories. <laughs> Dude, you were so hammered. I was hammered. I dipped into the whiskey early. That was the dangerous oh. part. But I managed to have a good time. It all worked out really well. Found some really fun people to run with. For yeah. Time. What time did you cut out at? Uh. Uh, what the parade? I think it started around noon, and we were done by two, two thirty. What? No. What time did you start drinking? And what time did you go? Home? Oh, what time did I start drinking? I got down there probably about ten, and uh, yeah, a few beverages then. That's a good time, right? You, know? you didn't drink before you left the house. No. No, I had to dye the green, the beard, and that was enough of a dye. Half high. Yeah. Dye. They have the spray paint shit that I picked up at the store last year, and uh, I used it again. And wow, it was just like the huffing high I got last year from the shit. It was fucking wicked <laughs> in the bathroom. I was afraid to turn on the fan; it's gonna blow up, you know. But yeah, anyway, it all worked I, I out. I get it, dude. <laughs> no, usually when I do my beard, it's like I bleach my beard, and like you got that fucking ammonia shit right right above your lip. It's, it's hard not to breathe it. Uh. So I usually get like straws and I like, keep my mouth shut. And I, chew, and, I put, <laughs> and I try to plug my nose or something. You know, it's like, only we oh, had a dude, camera. It's like smelling salts. You're awake. <laughs> I bet you are. That sucks. It's fucking rough, dude. Uh, that's brutal. Yeah, no matter how you do that, you get some up your nose. Uh, yeah. And then when, when it starts burning, you got to wait 10 more minutes and then, then you rinse it off. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a little too much dedication for me. I'll stick with the spray paint or whatever it was. And yeah. That's why last, the last few years, I, I didn't shave it off like the next day or anything. I kept it for like a couple of weeks. People were like, when are you going to shave that off? And it's like, well, I burned my skin underneath the thing. So I don't want to like expose like scabs on my face and shit. <laughs> good cover. Uh, Actually, that's pretty good. I like that one. I've never told right? anyone that. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was something. I'll tell you what. Uh, George, live in the moment. Ah, why not? Fuck it, you know? Yeah, yeah it is what it is. You know, also I live about, the moment. I wonder if you can donate your fucking beard hair to fucking wigs for kids. Uh, if it's like wow. over eight inches long. <laughs> like if you're ZZ Top you, and you like trim it. Will they... The surprising thing is you probably wouldn't be the first to ask, you know, if you think about it, right? Get a big flowing yeah. beard. It looks Maybe like you a shouldn't ask. Maybe it's you know? one of those things. You don't, <laughs> I think don't you should ask. Don't ask for permission. Your idea. Your for, yeah, just show up with a beard. Beard in a bag. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission or something like that. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's messed up. This has gone askew. This has gone askew. It you know who didn't go askew was Bubba Blackwell. Who? Bubba Blackwell kicked off the Daytona TT. Do you mind if we jump in the race report a little bit earlier? I'd like to hear some of it, man, because from what I understand, it was, it's was it been a busy week. Oh, it was a huge week. It was Daytona was, Bike Week. We had I was so busy working and cooking, and I, don't, I don't even know, man. Uh, it went down. It went down. <laughs> Daytona TT happened uh, Thursday night. And, uh, but first, we had Bubba Blackwell uh, jumping 14 or so cars. Uh, Bubba's bike of choice was 
Harley XR750, the old flat tracker. Um, it was cars or buses? It was supposed to be GMC Canyons. That's it right. It was supposed to be, to be like cars. 1974 Chevy S10 and like a couple I mean, they line them cars out of the parking, side, like right? Acura's Beamers. And it was like, what the fuck is this? They said it was pickup trucks. They anyway, line them up side to side, not end to end, right? The good so. news is he did make the jump. He landed it and uh, went on to announce the race. And it's all a very happy story. I think he's going to be mayor next year. It's, it's really working out well for huh. Boba. Uh, it worked was out well for the race winners. Was it factory oh, Harley? Uh, I don't know. I don't. They don't have XR750s anymore. Did they put an did they put an XR750 engine in a fucking in a Yamaha frame and fucking? With I'm sure they did, George. I've got to guess no know. on that one, but you never know. But to jump it with a street bike, dude, it's like ow. Oh, dude, he that's evil Knievel kind of shit. You that's know, even evil Knievel's kid Robbie Knievel, when he did jumps in the what, 80s and 90s, he used like a KX250 or something like dude, that. Dude, you know, today speaking of that, on YouTube, I found a clip of fucking the bullet chase scene. Is that the best or what? Dude, <laughs> freaking phenomenal. That man. That's a good time. Yeah, he did the crazy jumping shit, dude. He did do a lot of the stunts. He wasn't supposed to, but he like snuck in there and did it. Yes, he did. But, you know. Uh, uh, sorry, to, sorry to take away from your report. No, don't worry. I'm happy to jump in. Continue. Cut continue. In you. Jared Meese. Scritchy's uh, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're special, aren't you? Jared Meese began his 2017 championship defense by holding off teammate Brad Baker early in the race and then holding off a late cha charging uh, J.D. Beach. J.D. What? Beach is a Moto America road racer, but All he right also on. does some flat tracking. So uh, he Brad, gave him a run for the money out Brad there. It's pretty cool. Brad uh, Baker, was that the guy that was on chips that was like from the race scene and like I ended think that up was, being like somebody's little brother? Like <laughs> No way, John Baker's brother was a road racer or stunt racer. John, John and Punch. Yeah, That's an episode I missed because I remember John. Not just an episode, dude. He became a regular. He was like what? Of, he was he became a fucking CHP officer. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah. Wow. Boy, I missed the. It was the later years. years yeah. That's when. That, well, that's around when the Dukes of Hazard came out. So nobody's watching fucking. Yeah. I, there's a shift of demographics. <laughs> Uh, your buddy Baker there would uh, claim fifth position, and J.D. Beach would settle for second, which is not bad for a guy that just gets out and races once in a while. Uh, Cowie rider Henry Wiles charged from sixth place to end up third to complete the podium. KTM mounted Dan Bromley survived a couple of close calls to win the singles race. Jesse Janich will go with uh, took second with Shane Navarro third. <laughs> Jesse Janich. Janich, dude. I'm some of these names. You try to spell this shit. Uh, anyway, they roll on to Woodstock, Georgia, to the Dixie Speedway for April seventh uh, for the next AFT race. So there you have it, George. There's AFT. You want to break it up and do music in between them? What do you think? Oh, most definitely. Rolling by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we got other stuff to listen to, for sure, man. Far out. Are you ready to hear some music? Heck yeah. <laughs> that wasn't very... Any requests out there? That wasn't a very enthusiastic... Heck yeah. Oh, hello, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. Finally, someone let me out of my cage Now, time for me is nothing cause I'm counting no A's Nah, I couldn't be there Nah, you shouldn't be scared I'm good at repairs And I'm under each snare Intangible Bet you didn't think so I command you to Panoramic view Look, I'll make it all manageable Pick and choose Sit and lose All you different crews Chicks and dudes Who you think is really kicking tunes Picture you getting down in a prison tube Like you lit the fuse You think it's fictional? Mystical? Maybe Spiritual hero who appears in you to clear your view when yeah. you're too crazy. Lifeless to those with definition for what life is. Priceless to you because I put you on the high shit and like it. Gun smoke, you righteous with one token. Psychic among no possess you with one go. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless. Not for long, the future is coming on. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. Since the basics, without did you make it? Allow me to make this child like your nature. Rhythm, you have it or you don't. That's a fallacy. I'm in them. Every sprouting tree, every child of peace, every cloud and sea. You see with your eyes and see destruction and demise. Corruption in the skies from this fucking enterprise. Now I'm sucked into your lives through rust, so not as muscles, but percussion to provide. For me as a guide. Y'all can see me now, cause you don't see with your eye. You perceive with your mind. That's the inner. So I'ma stick around. With rust and be a mentor But a few rounds of so motherfuckers Remember what the thought is I brought all this so you can survive When law is lawless right Feeling sensations that you thought was dead No squealing, remember that it's all in your head Hey, it happened I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag, I'm useless Not for long, the future is coming out Hey, it happened I'm feeling glad I got
such an old man. You're like making noises down there. Yeah. Clink. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I guess I don't know. That's why I live for all week <laughs> to be a fucking DJ with my angry friend. Yar. Oh, the shit. All right, George. Who was that? The shut the fuck up. Almost came out again. That was terrible. <laughs> um, that was uh, Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas. That really? song is 17 years old. Came out in 2001. Huh. You ever hear the version of the song Leonard Skinner? <laughs> Fucking tremendous. That's the it's mm. a great punk rock song. The really song did. before that was uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Big Bang Baby. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bang. Big Bang. Uh, bang Bang. Bang Bang. <laughs> Big Bang. Bang Bang. Speaking of explosions, uh, how, any explosions on the track this week? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of some glowing red discs, uh, rear disc brakes, and some issues out there in Qatar. That was kind of tricky. Like glowing red. You should never see glowing red on motorcycles. That's not good. Motorcycles are bad. Yeah, that's, that was dangerous. Shouldn't see it on anything, but yeah, I saw it on cars this weekend. I've been watching stuff on, I've been watching like Top Gear. Oh, that's a good show. <laughs> Love it. Good shit. <laughs> Did you catch the Daytona 200 this weekend? That was this weekend, huh? It was. That's right. They had, they had bike week last week, right? It was Saturday. Dude, I was so absorbed with cooking and fucking work and bullshit and just, yeah, it's been fucked, man. Uh, I you know, the they'll, they'll have the flat track on in a couple weeks on NBC. That's what they usually do is have a delay of like a month or something like that. So I will let you know when it is, and we'll go find it on some bar somewhere in this town and watch it on TV. Mm. Just a thought. Okay. Just a thought. I'll give it a shot. You could try it, right? I mean, anything's good with a beer. I mean, yeah. So uh, the 77th running of the Daytona 200 went down Saturday in Florida. The uh, 200 marked the end of Speed Week and saw several winners of previous Daytona uh, compete against amateurs and pros alike. John Ashmead, 89, Daytona 200 winner, placed 18th and extended his mileage record to 4,533 miles. What what track are they on, man? Daytona, the big Daytona. Uh, They they use part of the oval, and then they go to an infield section. So they are cracking 100 and... They redid that track, right? It's got a crazy fucking pitch to it, doesn't it? Uh, it's it's like thirty three percent or something like that. It's it's insane. Oh yeah, you're flattened out by the the G's you're pulling through there. You know, because it's, it's on a gentle curve, right? Yes. Yeah. Wild that'd be, shit. That's probably pretty cool, man. Uh, there's a picture of Kenny Roberts out there someplace. I have to put up on Facebook, but he's just like flat out on his YZR five hundred, and the thing's just squatting as it goes by at one hundred and eighty miles an hour. Fucking great shot. Great shot. Good shit. Yeah, you gotta love that shit. So Ashmead has rolled up 4,500 miles in 200 races, in the 200, Daytona 200 races. The guy's been out there for fucking ever. Uh, <laughs> since 88, came in 18th. Uh, since, he <laughs> was a 80, winner in 89. That's since the best 89. part of this. So he's tried to add to his total. He, right? he won his rookie year? Uh, I don't know about that. No, he's been yeah, racing right. for a while. So he's been racing decades, you know, what, 30, 35 years? Fuck. He's got to be 40. <laughs> 75-year-old John Ashmead. Uh, 2016 winner Michael Barnes had a strong uh, run this year until lap 24 when his R6's motor expired. Uh, pole sitter Frenchman Valentine Debees led early until a crash put him out of the race. He was kind of pretty hard damaged on that. Had to get flown back to uh, France. I think a compression of the vertebr- third vertebrae or something. Anyway, uh, that left Danny Eslick to run away with the win, uh, which makes four victories at the 200 for Danny Eslick. Uh, Corey 
Jerry West would claim runner-up with Robert, uh, excuse me, Robertino Pieri uh, claiming third on the last lap from. Uh, just on the last lap from fourth place, Jeff May. Uh, Eslick took home 25 grand for his efforts. That's not bad, you know. 20 grand for second place, 15 for third. And uh, Jeff May just got squeezed out and stuck with 12.5. So if any of these guys owe you money, uh, good time to call them. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what were those names again? <laughs> uh, race paid all the way to 40th place, up to uh, 1300 bucks at the end there. But... Yeah, it was a good time. One of my friends raced out Daytona with his TZ250 way back in the day. Huh. Yeah, it was a good time. I mean, they started NASCAR out there, right? But they were on the sand out on the beach, weren't they? Uh, way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, not since. The they bikes didn't... have been on course in 61, and I think the cars went over in 59 to the uh, oval. Hmm. The tri-oval, as they like to call it down there. Hmm. So I got Supercross, too, but I thought, you know, what do you think? A little more music between them? Oh, you want to hear some more music? Yeah, I'm down with some tunes. How about you? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you can just ramble on to the Gateway of the West, St. There's Louis. a couple oh, things I can't live without. Oh, and- 
California. Yeah! That'll get your heart pumping. Yowza! That was Sugar Ray, Speed Home California. Is that who that was? That's exactly who that was. Yes. <coughs> and before that, I had <laughs> LL Cool J. I can't live without my radio. That's from '85. Really? That's some vintage. Thirty. <laughs> 30- 33 years old? Fuck. That was some shit, man. LL Cool J music is 33 I'm pulling it out old. for you folks. Look wow. at me. Digging deep. insane. Digging deep for the I'm, listeners. I'm going like crazy. Like It's like out of control crazy. And if you know where to get us on mutinyradio.fm, you get us for free. And uh, we're always happy for a donation. But if you want to pay for the FTW show, we have actually made it onto iTunes. Crazy, huh? right? One of the guys on the station made this all happen. I was at the station meeting a couple weeks ago. Have you checked it? Uh, I don't know how to do iTunes. I'm kind of uh, not that guy. <laughs> anyway, they put together a, a, a package where it's on the air and uh, available. and can be, uh, I suppose, purchased. I don't know. Maybe we're under the freebie uh, bargain counter. But Mutiny Radio is in uh, on iTunes. So it, ultimately, their whole catalog is available there. What? All the way back to the Wild Bill and Pole days and Michelle and the really? whole... Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I believe yeah. the whole list should be on there. I don't know. Maybe it's just only the well, most recent Well, if not, shows. you can go to the mutinyradio.fm. The more important, the more modern times Download each one us. separate. It won't upload it automatically, but you can still get them and you can, uh, you can download them yourself. Hmm. I keep them on my phone. They're actually in my lineup on my... Uh... <laughs> right <laughs> off Mutiny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'll just I'll pull up the show during like the next day or something like if I'm not working I'll be at home like doing dishes or something so I'll pull up the show and play it on my phone and as I'm playing it I'll download it at the same time it takes like five ten minutes something like that because I got slow slow internet but whatever mm-hmm. Wi-Fi boom yeah. boom bada bang boom then it's in the phone and it goes right into my playlist so like fucking I'll have my playlist on fucking on a on uh, what's that one? You know, with the arrows crossing each other instead of going in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, arrow thingy guy. <laughs> I lost the word. For I'm, I'm that guy. Trust me with computers. I am not the computer guru of the of half. Of so it mixes show. up all your tunes, right? So but I can't answer the phone if you want to call us four one five 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 zero zero five one one. No, actually, you can't. It took you two tries to get Gail on the phone last week when it was ringing. <laughs> And then you talk to her, and you <laughs> we had a nice chat. And then I was like time five for minutes, to go. you're like, I got, I got to get back on the air. I got to go. Bye, Gail. <laughs> she'll just keep talking. Oh, you, you do have to cut her off eventually. She she's a lovely lady, but she thinks she's on the radio. I, I, yeah. Oh yeah, she, she's, she's completely overgored. She should have gone to St. Louis this week. Is what she should have done. I think she's probably drinking two or three bottles of wine a day. She's probably a lot of fun, honestly. I'm sure she's a sweet lady. But yeah. Hell yeah. I told her, come on down to the station. She lives in San Francisco. Yeah, she is in the neighborhood. You can have your own show, Pam. She doesn't even listen to the station. I don't think she got the number from somebody, so now she calls it all the time. She'd probably be afraid of the internet that the government is listening. She's one of those deeply mistrusting with the government. Which I can't blame her on that one. No, we've talked about this just recently. Because Paul got into it with her at one point. Because she was was talking about something, and he was like, so do you ride a motorcycle? And she's like... 
Oh no, I saw a guy one time. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he like, slid, it slid out and he smacked into the curb and it cracked his head open or something before Ooh. the helmet laws or some shit. And she's like, Yeah, I wouldn't get on one of those things. And he's like, You realize you're calling it a motorcycle show, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're tracking your address as we speak. <laughs> so from then on, Paul would nits. He was like, No, we're not. We're not taking calls. You'd start rattling off. Here we are, five five zero. Oh, here five one one. And he's like. Shh. We're not answering the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that one. That's great. It must have been during my absence. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Supercross went down this weekend. St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, there's more? Oh, you kidding? I could go on all fucking night. Well, it is only like 9.09. This is when the race report usually starts. I'm, I hope you got some race report for us. Oh, man. I can get wax poetic for a while, pal. The gateway to the West, St. Louis. <laughs> poetic. St. Louis <laughs> played host to the Supercross Saturday. A packed house greeted competitors to a St. Paddy's Day race. And 450 action points leader Jason Anderson uh, jumped his Husqvarna to a quick start, but could only watch as the green cowie, the green cowie of Eli Tobak motored away. Eli Tobak was on fucking fire the other night. Uh, was he? St. Pat must have thrown some golden luck Eli's way uh, because he left everyone. I mean, fucking everyone. Um, they're timing it out now. I think it's a 20-minute race or something like that. So by the eight-minute mark, he was 10 seconds ahead, and he ended up winning by over 20 seconds. And that's an eternity in a motocross race. It, dude's badass. Fucking name, man. He seconds. was on fucking fire. Uh, Jason Anderson uh, rode his Husky to second, uh, which is fine with him because he does have the points lead, and he's leading substantially. Uh, Mar- Marvin Moosequin rounded out the podium. Uh, last week's winner, Justin Brayton, collected fourth. Anderson added two points to his lead to now over 42 points over Mooskwin. Yep. 246 points. He's pretty much got the thing wrapped. Well, I wouldn't say wrapped up, but he's got a very comfortable lead. It's looking good for Jason Anderson. Uh, 250 action. Husky rider Zach Osborne leaped to an early lead, but Austin Fortner jumped a quad and led by lap laps one completion. Uh, his lead would not last as he dropped his bike and resumed and ended up in fifth place. Uh, Fork, as buddies call him, Forkner, uh, Fork would also go down with another rider and finish sixth. Osborne would go on to the win with Jeremy Martin on a Honda uh, second place and Jordan Smith on a KTM third. Lovely, isn't it? <laughs> it makes me think there's like palm trees around I'm the corner. S- I'm is this herb? Like, I'm still like, di- oh yeah. Is this herb? Wow, you're in the groove, bro. Give it to go. You're on fire. <laughs> I'm so like on a beach somewhere, fucking barefoot, dancing in club, drunk. Dude. Suntan. Jorge. Jorge. Jorge by the sea. <laughs> I would come visit you and, and like wait for dark because it might taste you white skin. Sunburns! But if there's palm trees... One of those straw hats I make myself every fucking week I make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Jimmy Buffett commercial or something. That sounds great. I'm feeling all good about this, man. Awesome. Yeah, this is her album. This is called Freight Train Joe. <laughs> Some of the racing looked like a free trade out there. I couldn't there. make this shit up. <laughs> um, takeaways from St. Louis Supercross. Uh, 450, Jason Anderson's got the best chance. Uh, Marvin Muskin will take runner-up, barring any bad luck uh, between those two. 250 East, uh, Zach Osborne is back on track as he defends his number one plate. He's now got an eight-point lead over uh, Forkner. So looking good for him. 
So that is St. Louis. Now, next we have MotoGP, and I th- we might want to just really go into a song or two before I really dive deep and go crazy you on wanna, that one. You want to go there? You want to go I, there? I think so. I think so. We're rolling good with the music. It kind of breaks up the whole, you know. Not all the tuners tune out. Well, both of them don't tune out at once. You know, it's kind of good that way. We can track you. We can see who's listening right now. Okay, not really. I heard we should get like 800 hits a month, though. I was kind of surprised by that. So, hey, maybe we'll get like, I don't know, 804 this month. Wouldn't that be odd? We're going to get like thousands. Thousands. could be insane. We're going to be rich and famous. It's going to be insane. No such thing as insane. You don't even know. You think you know, but you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Try me. <laughs>
Yowza is right, man. That was Helmet, dude. Fuck yeah, it was. My fucking Helmet, dude. <laughs> exactly what you wanted. Jump Before on. that was the new American wave of fucking Dropkick Murphys. Really? Yes. Good shit, bro. Yeah, it was kind of lively. I didn't know we were going to have much more than that, so I was kind of ready to end the show right there, but we still got some time. You still got some report. I got lots of reporting to do. Yet. What? Oh, yes. It was the big weekend that begins with MotoGP start of their season. That's huge for a lot of us motorcycle fan racing. And uh, it proved to be a very good race. Uh, It was a great time out there. Uh, The Qatar. 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 Circuit, uh, Los Sal Circuit is uh, located in Qatar. And uh, it was a roasty toasty 87 degrees. It uh, wasn't that uh, hot as expe- I expected it. But anyway, they were the, cir- uh, the, the big, the uh, main race under the lights. But uh, the earlier races, uh, Moto 3 uh, took off late afternoon with the sun still up. Uh, that kicked off uh, the race competition in the desert that, this weekend. Uh, Jorge Martin whole shotted the pack and started to pull a seven bike lead early. Uh, he was able to hold off other riders for a while as slip streaming is key in the small bike classes. Uh, Aaron Kinnett was able to move close to Martin and make it a two-man race with a seven-rider battle for third. If you've ever watched one of these races, it is a bumblebee pack out there, constantly drafting back and forth. It's been that way for decades, and it's great shit to check out. Uh, you could open a Walmart between the lead duo and the rest of the pack. That was kind of surprising that these guys get that far ahead. Uh, it all came down to the last lap, and Aaron Kinnett could not slipstream Jorge Martin and settled for second place. Uh, Lorenzo, uh, that left Aaron Kinnett for second, uh, uh, and Lorenzo Dalla Porta would round out the podium there. Uh, John McPhee and Ania Bastiani both crashed out. They were both uh, 
title contender, uh, contenders last year. Um, top four riders all on Hondas. So that was Moto3. Moto2. Uh, Moto3. What's the difference between Moto3 and Moto2? Moto3 is just line of- 300cc twins, and Moto2 is 600 four cylinders at the moment and they're all hondas they're sealed you're given a honda motor it's supposed to be sealed and you race i think there's like five motors for the season or something like that but uh, everybody has a honda motor in the 600 class uh, the uh, the moto 2 class they all, they get five motors for the for the season yeah is it like an invite only or can anybody just say hey give me some engines uh oh, uh, they're they're looking for manufacturers like uh, I think Kalex makes a bike. There's a bunch of different manufacturers that came out with uh, different ideas, but it's all just turned into twin spar frames. Uh, you know, nothing radical. All, they're all telescopic forks. Uh, there might be a single sided swing arm out there, but for the most part, pretty standard. You know, stuff what most of the manufacturers sell, but race only. You know, so it's really lightweight. You know, right? Carbon fiber where they can. There's some cool shit out so there. So it's all chain drive, or are they doing any uh, shaft drives? Or Nah, shaft drive eats up a little bit of horsepower, so everything's chain. So they all run, like, big bikes used to run, like, 630s. Like, your Harley would probably run a 630 on the street if it was chain drive. Um, if you had a 750 or bigger bike, you had a 650, what did I just say, 630. So now they run 520 chains, and they eat up chains faster, but they're lighter chains, and you get aluminum sprockets and everything's, like, really lightweight. So, hmm. But it's a strong enough chain to handle a 600 or even a 1,000 these days, you know. So, at least yeah. for a, couple, a race or two. I think that's what I got on the XR. <laughs> oh, is that right? It's a good size chain. Yeah. Yeah, 520 yeah. is even a little bit smaller than that. Yeah. So. What do you got on your dirt bike? Uh, I believe that's a 530. Yeah, there you go. I ride a dirt bike. I just replaced that a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, you haven't I, had it a couple of years, have you? I have. How many times I have. Have you I got rid of the 500. I, I, I got out four times last year. Fuck, I'm embarrassed. You should be. But I need to get out. I need. I need to go out for a ride. I, I'm. I'm due. But I need to do some work on the beast. But anyway, uh, Dusks was setting in. As Alex Marquez had a great view of Francesca Bagnaya uh, with Lorenzo Baldassari uh, giving chase. Uh, Marquez. Gave trace to those guys. Wow, I fucked that up. Uh, Bagnaya was uh, led the whole thing until the last lap when Baldessari briefly led. Uh, Bagnaya retook the lead and uh, the 25 points to start the 2018 Moto2 season. Uh, Marquez survived running wine to take third. Uh, his rear disc was glowing red as he rode with only his front brakes. So he ran wide, was able to hold on to third place, and then finished the race with only front brakes. And, you know, it used to be that's all you used, but now... People use the rear brake to keep you from pitching more forward. It, it affects the handling of the bike. Right. So, anyway, cool huh. shit out there. American Joe Roberts was 25th in the race. So are, they, are they sliding around out there, too? Oh, yeah, they're sliding everywhere So you need there. the rear brake to, like, tap it to get it sideways and then gas in it, right? Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. That's uh, uh, a huge part of uh, road racing these days. Is right. The whole tap it and slide it into basically, the corner. Basically drifting it. Yeah. Initiate. Yeah. Initiate the drift into the corner and then ride and then the just drift out. Gas the fuck out of it. Do, yep. Exactly. A little smoke coming off there and just drive <laughs> the fans nuts. Yeah. That's it, bro. Right. If they see what they're really seeing. It's all about you know? your people, man. 
I mean, you might win over a couple today. Fuck yeah. Pulling that kind of shit, hell yeah. Dude, they're always mobbing me for signatures when I road raced AFM. Okay, never, but... <laughs> it was still a great time out there, you know? <laughs> now, under the bright lights at the LaSalle circuit, <laughs> Johan Zarko, before I get my ass kicked, uh, showed how a pole center glory, should start. Glory days. I, I used to. I <laughs> well, you don't have them lined up on your little uh, mountain bike course out there on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> here try- he comes! Here he comes! <laughs> they ring. They ring cowbells while you drive by. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do get uh, well, well. Gail comes out and uh, a they, few others. They, they have those. What was that? The, the, uh, at, what was that? The soccer fucking game they had in Africa, and they had those fucking bassoons or whatever they were blowing, the fucking big horns. That oh, the Sousa horns? The Sousas. Oh, those things are horrible. That Rawr. sounds like something your fans would, would have. Just to irritate <laughs> Only if your fans were close and enough. You're just like smiling <laughs> behind your little fucking. Probably wearing a football helmet flying down the hill. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to the bar afterwards. <laughs> Big chunk of fresh. I would have been a great chunk. famous person. You kidding? It would have been great. Grass stuffed in your fucking helmet. I went down, but the helmet saved me. <laughs> I'm gonna give it away later. I might auction it. You never know. You never can tell. Uh, you know who you can tell is Johan Zarco. Uh, he showed how a pole sitter should start by shrieking away from the front and taking the lead. That Mark Marquez would briefly hold for three quarters. Uh, Zarco would hold a nice lead until lap 17. So this guy like took pole position, right? Fucking very good. Uh, had a great year last year. Still in a satellite, you know Yamaha this year. Um, uh, his uh, tires started going on lap 17, and that's when Johan went backwards through the pack. Uh, Mark Marquez constantly badgered Zarco. And next he was Andre Davizioso, who slowly made his, made his way up through uh, the, the pack, uh, saving his tires. And Marquez was quite impetuous in chasing the boys down and sliding everywhere. So ended up with Davizioso in front on the Ducati with Mark Marquez on his Honda chasing him. Uh, and third was Rossi, uh, who had briefly led earlier... Um, but was content to uh, run third. Uh, Zarco slid back uh, third, fourth, fifth, and eventually I think he took, where was he, sixth? No. Uh, faded to fourth before resuming the lead challenge with Dovi and Marquez. Oh, Valentino Rossi was an early challenger to, uh, to Zarco, but faded to fourth before resuming the lead challenge. Challenge with Dovi Marquez. Uh, in the end, the man who could sit, who could serve tires, showed patience and poise under Divisioso, held off a late charge from Mark Marquez to take the checkers. Uh, Marquez would take second, Rossi would claim third, Cal Crutchlow fourth, and Daniello Petrucci fifth. So that was the race. I don't think I butchered that too bad this week. Uh, but great racing out there. It was under the lights for the, uh, uh, the the night race there, for the big race there. 350 kilometers down the main straight. That works out to like two, five, two ten, someplace in there. They're fucking boogieing down the straight. It's fucking good shit, George. It's no joke, man. Um, straight up. Uh, why is it, just some MotoGP notes here. Why isn't Johan Zarco on a factory Yamaha? This one's killing me. This guy was like out qualifying the regular Yamaha uh, factory bikes, and it just ain't happening. Uh, he, he he was just fucking badass. It's business. He's, he's doing it on a Yamaha, right? He is, but he's a satellite rider. So he's like, right. they should not be winning races. The main factory Yamaha bike should be winning. Should be. It's kind of an embarrassment for Yamaha not to it be winning. It kind of is. Well, why isn't Honda grabbing this kid up and saying, hey, you should race with us? 
Maybe he's only riding the count Yamahas. He's kicking ass. He's still putting Yamaha on the fucking on the fucking leaderboard, right? He is. There you go. He why is, do we why we got to pay this kid? He's doing it for us. Uh, I, he's running a deal. Ducati dominated practice. Petrucci and Divizioso, uh, not so much with Lorenzo, but those guys were constantly one, two, three, or four. And uh, for quite a while, it was Ducati's three out of the top four. And then uh, Zarco comes along and scoots and, and takes the pole position. Fucking badass guy. Uh, Danilo Petrucci, another guy that should be on a full factory ride, had a great ride for Ducati, and then faded in the race. That was a, a shame to see that we happen. Should, we should look into raising funds for that guy so he can be an independent. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a, a valiant effort, but. Why not? Uh, I think we had to raise ourselves Maybe for the like FTW fucking FTW, FTW sponsor. Put a big FTW Bro, on his back. <laughs> can't give you much money. How about I take you out for beers and buy a joint? I don't know. <laughs> I can paint your fairings for you and put a big FTW on the side. <laughs> okay, it's all stickers put together, but we do need to get some FTW stickers going. Uh, Jorge Lorenzo's weekend uh, was a weekend to forget with a crash halfway through the race. He lost his brakes altogether. So it was fortunate he wasn't going 300 clicks. He was only going like uh, 180 clicks. That's like 100, 120. So he was able to take it out into the desert someplace and just dump it in the gravel. So, But scary moment for him. Losing your brakes altogether. That's not a good thing. What gear was he in at, at that speed? Probably fourth. Yeah, downshift. Uh, you can only uh, do that so much. You know, you, yeah. eventually you got to ditch he it. dragging his feet? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> I'd be doing that. I, I did that once. It was, didn't work very well. Dude, I had a bike when I was a kid. I used to ride a BMX bike to school every day. And fucking, I built this bike up myself. And at the time, the popular thing was freewheel fucking. Because before, when I was a kid, Coaster most, brakes. Most bikes had coaster brakes. Yep. And then they came out the free wheels on the BMX, right? And you had to put fucking hand brakes on the fucking thing. Yep. You'd fly with a fucking free... Free wheels, yeah. They, they rolled pretty good. So I had Skyway Tufts, man. But I had a frame. I had a mongoose frame that was from 76 or something, which they didn't have hand brakes back then. So it didn't have a mount for the hand brake. But it had a little clip for the fucking coaster brake, right? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't have any brakes. <laughs> My neighbor had so, that. It didn't work well sometimes. San Francisco's got a lot of hills. Yeah, there, was, there was a couple of close calls, but fucking, you know, back then, you know, they knew kids were riding around the streets like little assholes anyhow. So people were looking out more, and they weren't driving like dicks to begin with, I don't think. Or not as bad. I did get hit on that bike one time. That's another story for another day. <laughs> Tune in so, next week for George's. So yeah, no, I used to just bronco dark the, tales I used to bronco the curb, you know, at top speed. Uh, every block, I'd like switch over to another block and just like you hit the flats and then you go down a block as fast as as fast as fuck or a couple blocks and then cut in and I bunny bunny hop and like do a power slide across somebody's front lawn and then fucking <laughs> jump back on the street. Your regular Bart Simpson, dude. It was fucking outstanding. <laughs> In hindsight, I should have been dead a long time ago. But, but man, wow. it, was, it was a thrill fucking hitting an intersection at fucking top speed with no brakes, man. Uh, I, you know, interesting you bring this up because I was working out by Evans Street the other day and I kept hearing this like, shoo, and it was the kids coming down from the projects and jumping on bikes. And there was a big hill at an intersection. They'd go flying down the hill and they'd rub their what their foot against the forks and kind of yeah, jam it in there. Between the forks and, and the then front he'd tire. let off and, and like, like away they'd go. It was a big hill. You'd boogie down it out by the post office. Yeah, so you stick your you stick your foot between the, the tire and the and the forks and 
behind it and it sucks your foot into the fucking forks yeah exactly and then your foot dragging on the tire slows you down yeah my neighbor did that it's like you can have it pal yeah i did that too <laughs> i've done that <laughs> george has been there it was more fun to power slide across somebody's lawn <laughs> <laughs> i believe that i believe that just pitch that thing sideways and go like 25 feet through some nice because i live in a foggy neighborhood it's always a little moist. Oh, fucking ideal. Always. Slip sliding, bro. That was I still got that bike. Do you really? Goddamn right I do. Fuck yeah. Um, you can't have it. No? Uh, Magic bus. So let's see here. Oh, yeah, that. So, uh, what's his name? Pedrosa. Uh, what is Pedrosa's name? First name. I cannot think of it at the moment. Let's just uh, call him Pedro Pedrosa. Mr. Pedrosa. It was his 200th MotoGP appearance of... Pretty good racer, lots of uh, runner-ups, but just a perennial runner-up guy never won the title. Let's see what happens with that guy this year. Uh, uh, Danny Pedrosa had a day to forget with uh, seventh place. Oh, that Danny Pedrosa, there you go. Uh, Marco Franco Morbidelli's first MotoGP race. He's just moved up from Moto2, gave him a 12th place. And also Tom Luthi from Moto2 uh, moved up MotoGP, took 16th place. Uh, AFM kicked off their season in uh, Button Willow and saw, uh, let's see, Andrew Lee uh, claim victory uh, in Formula Pacific with Bryce Prince runner-up and Corey Call rounding out the podium. Uh, that's it for race action with Calendar World Superbike. We have Thailand next weekend, March 24th to 25th. Supercross moves to Indianapolis next weekend, March 24th. Moto America. You know, this, this whole Thailand April race, 15th. this whole Thailand race with the pre-inspection and all that kind of shit that we've been talking about for like six weeks now. <laughs> I haven't heard about any of the races anywhere with so much going on. Oh, they're going to be there next week. It's like, well, they're testing. I'm trying to bait the audience. Yeah, they were, to get they were them testing. The, they were testing the track. Well, no, they're testing their bikes, you fool. But yeah, but they went to Thailand to test their bikes. Well, because that's where the racetrack was. Their their next for the race. their second race. Yes. Yeah. They so just race where are they where are they going after before that? Where are they going next week? They're going to Thailand. All right, week after. That's that. where World Superbike. That's who's testing that. it. Uh, they don't race that next weekend. I'm not sure where they go after that. Right, because we haven't heard about all the testing they're doing on the tracks or any of that bullshit. It's like Thailand's fucking coming up all the time. Because <laughs> I haven't told you. That's what it is. Maybe I'm withholding information, George. Maybe when you punch... When Your you, brain when can you, only handle so you, much. Maybe when you pull up Google, Thailand comes right up. I don't know what to think of that. <laughs> 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 this sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, the things you could think. Actually, his name was Soyce. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't sound like Mother Goose, though, so there you go. Moto America will be in Road Atlanta opening their season uh, tax day, April but 15th. wait, there's more! <laughs> Moto GP moves its <laughs> traveling roadshow to Argentina, April 8th. George. Argentina, are they, testing George. The, are they testing the track anytime soon? I would love to hear about it, wouldn't I you? I sure hope so. <laughs> you sarcastic prick. You better give it a AFM heads over Thailand. to Button Willow, April 14th and 15th for a tax day special weekend as well are those have those guys been in thailand the whole time like five weeks they've been like hanging out there like hey we're testing the track <laughs> testing the <laughs> yeah they just hang out there all the time we're doing testing shut up eh <laughs> forgot about us who's asking <laughs> is that it for the race report that's a race. I've given up. Yeah, you stick a mouthful of chocolate bar in your mouth. It's like, is it over? Did you say that's it? It's over, George. I just can't do anymore. Great race report. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All handwritten. <laughs> can't wait to hear about Thailand next week. <laughs>
<laughs> if you're lucky, I'll invite you over to watch it. Oh, joy. Wouldn't that be a <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah. 